0: Welcome to The Work Camper Show, brought to you by WorkCamper.com. This podcast helps you discover how to finance your RV travel dreams. Each one of our episodes will introduce you to people who are already living the RV lifestyle or to work camping opportunities all around the U.S. You'll also learn how to hit the road the right way and make the most of every opportunity. Now let's turn over today's show to your host, Greg Gerber.
1: Today I will be interviewing a Florida woman who started RVing out of necessity after Hurricane literally destroyed everything she owned, her house, and her business. Today's episode is sponsored by WorkCamper News. With its diamond and platinum membership tools, Work Camper News is much more than just a job listing website. When you put the tools of this professional service into action, you'll find out just how easy it can be to turn your work camping dreams into reality. The one-year memberships open the door to a one-stop shop for all things work camping. Being the original resource for work camping, you'll find the largest number of job listings, be able to connect with the community of work campers, and view resources compiled by experts who've been enjoying the RV lifestyle for many years. If you're serious about leading a successful and enjoyable work camping lifestyle, then a Diamond or Platinum membership is for you. You can even get started with a free 30-day trial by visiting www.workcamping.com. Forward slash trial Embark on new adventures today with the support of Work Camper News behind you. Trixie Parks is a native of Florida. She and her father ran a successful vacation rental business near Fort Myers and Sanibel Island for decades. When her father started suffering from dementia, she took on greater responsibilities by caring for his daily needs. He moved into an assisted living facility last year while Trixie worked on renovating the home they shared. She was able to juggle the business and her father's care until Hurricane Ira came to shore as a Level 5 storm on September 28, 2022, to become the third costliest weather disaster on record. The storm cost Trixie dearly. Her own home was obliterated, as were all the rental properties she and her father owned along the coast. Her dad was so confused and personally devastated upon learning the hurricane destroyed the business he operated for nearly 60 years that he died a few months later. All Trixie had left was her two children, a son who was in the U.S. Navy, and a daughter who was attending school in California. With no other options, Trixie headed to California to be closer to her daughter. However, she quickly learned that California was too expensive for her to live there. So she bought a used 30-foot motorhome to serve as her residence until she could get on her feet. A social media guru herself, Trixie learned about work camping by seeing things posted by others. She saw an opportunity that looked interesting and sent a message to inquire about a job with the U.S. Forest Service as a campground host. Trixie received a reply within an hour and she was on the job a few weeks later. To tell us more about her tragic story and how work camping is helping her to cope with some tremendous losses, please welcome Trixie Parks to the show. Thanks for joining me today, Trixie. I really appreciate the time. Tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you're from and where you are right now.
0: Hi. So thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I am, oh my gosh, I'm a Florida girl born and raised. And at the moment, I'm in Stanley, Idaho. I don't know how I got here, but that's where I am.
1: <laughs> that's quite a difference.
0: Yes, quite. I've never been to Idaho before in my life and it's absolutely beautiful. But I find like everything is up on a mountain. So I have to get used to that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Is it a little difficult to breathe at the higher elevation?
0: Uh, it's, there's a lot of, ch- I guess so. I never realized the difference. I'm, I think I'm like seven, almost 7,000 feet up in the air. And so me in my head, I'm like, Oh, I'm way up, but you just drive and drive and drive around mountains until you get to the top. <laughs> so I do have some, I don't know. It's just, it's different. Okay. It's absolutely different. Sure.
1: How long have you been RVing?
0: I, gosh, I guess you could call me a newbie. I have, a, I've only my RV since only May believe it or not. And that was completely out of necessity. I did have lifelong plans to be an RVer. But just because I was forced to do it, I bought my RV in May. And boy, did I make a lot of fumbles. But I'm learning.
1: Okay, super. What attracted you to work camping in the RV lifestyle?
0: That's a great question. And I guess everybody has their own reasons for work camping. Some people like it's their lifelong dream to just retire and go out into the world and see the world. And I think that's fabulous. For me, again, it was like a necessity. I had a business for decades in Florida running vacation rentals. And then September 28th, 2022, Hurricane Ian swept through our island. And 97% of the island is gone, including my home and my business and among everybody else in the world. And we just basically didn't know what to do. I was fumbling around, really lost. And I didn't, I couldn't, I didn't have a home. I was homeless. So the I, I went to California and was looking around there. Of course, can't afford that. And so, really, just out of necessity, I needed a roof over my head. Voila! I became an RVer. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a very good one. Let's just say that
1: nobody is when you first start. If we said we could do a podcast episode on my stupid mistakes when RVing, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> oh yes, and you should, because I I do hear lots. So, oh, I did that too. Yes, I'm learning along the way.
1: So you had a literal hurricane come through your life and destroyed your business and your house. And then there are a lot of personal things that were going on with you as well. Let's just say that 2023 wasn't, or 2022 wasn't a very good year for you.
0: Yeah, I guess you could say that. So I was, I'm always hopeful, right? Because I had, I don't know, I had my vacation rental business. It was a family business on Fort Myers Beach, Florida. And as September, we got that direct hit, direct eBay, five category five. And it was a, we, I didn't expect it. And true, truthfully, I was going to stay. And then at the very last minute on Tuesday of that week, I said, let's go to my daughter. And we just packed up the dogs, the dog and three cats, and really nothing else because I thought, oh, we'll be back on Thursday. My dad was 89 and I was taking care of him. And luckily I had put him in a little senior living just temporarily because I was renovating our home that we lived in along with our uh, vacation rental so that we could all live together and I could take care of him. And just, I was running this well-run machine. So I thought, in control of everything. So I thought, and, and so the plan was r- get everything in order and then have a well-run machine and then I'm going to take off and travel and my business is going to run and life is going to be grand that doesn't happen you're not in control of anything as i have come to realize and so the hurricane came my my dad was in senior living at the time and i left and then i came back to nothing i was flattened people behind me were flattened the island 97% gone and and then My dad just really, he had dementia and shortly, he just could not comprehend that his whole entire legacy. And really he worked for that for 50, 60 years to have that, to have our business. And, and then he died. He died November 9th. And honestly, I had, it devastated my life. I had no purpose. I truly had no purpose. My business was gone. The person I was taking care of was gone. My child, my son was in the Navy. My daughter was going to culinary. School. What am I going to do with my life? And lo and behold, instead of just, oh, and my income, of course, was gone because that was where I was getting my, so every so everything, so no, not just a home, but my income. So I was, uh, and then the person that I spoke to all the time to talk about business was passed away. I'm like, oh no, I can't, I'm, I don't know what to do with my life. So I... I'm a very, I'm a social media guru, you know, geek. I should say guru, geek. I love social media. So I found out about work camping and I thought, why not? Kind of unlogical that way. Practical, I guess you could say. Why not travel and get paid? And geez, I don't know what I'm doing. I did it. And so I wrote a letter to this company and within an hour, they called me and said, do you want to come to Idaho? And I'm like, Idaho? Who wants to go to Idaho? (laughs) I don't I the only thing I know about Idaho is Napoleon dynamite. So I'm like, I'm not going to Idaho. Don't you have anything more glamorous, glampy, whatever. And he said, just take a look at where you'd be in in when you're work camping. And so I looked at the area and I'm like, oh my gosh, sign me up. So I've been here since May. And what are we in July? And it's been challenging. I'm not going to lie. It's been a little challenging learning things. I made tons of mistakes. And living out in the woods is quite interesting. But I'm doing it. I realize the things that I can do and the things I can't do and what I need and what I don't need. And I really have nothing. But it,
1: I have everything. So You should good. be honored and applauded for stepping out on faith. A lot of people would be devastated. I remember seeing those photos from Fort Myers Beach Pier where nothing was left except the steel structure of that thing. All the boards, everything, all the homes on that beach were just wiped away. And yeah, you had to have felt like Job a little bit, I would imagine, being just one thing after another. But you moved on, you decided to do something else, and you jumped into this experience, not really knowing what you're doing, but you're learning as you go, and I think that's really great. So tell us a little about this work-keeping job that you're doing right now.
0: Okay, so I thank you for your support and encouragement. And those words do mean a lot because it's, I don't know, I I found being in Idaho that that we are all the world. The country is geographically disconnected. You, people in Idaho, they don't know what it's like to be devastated by a hurricane. And I certainly didn't have not ever experienced a forest fire or bears, which I am now <laughs> experiencing bears, which is interesting. We just had a bear at our campground. Yeah. So it's been interesting. So I am a running. I never, ever being a camp host either is crazy. So I'm in uh, Redfish Lake campground in idaho it's amazing then the sawtooth mountains it's absolutely just breathtaking honestly i'm driving over this mountain when in may and thinking what this isn't real so it's quite gorgeous and i am blessed because i have the best campground i guess it's the number one campground on recreation.com apparently I, yeah. So they're like, how did you get this? And I'm like, I'm blessed and I deserve it. <laughs> I do. So I, and I'll tell you what, it, despite the living in the woods and not, I'm living a little bit on solar, no electricity and just figuring things out, figuring what I can cook and what I can't cook and just learning along the way. My best experiences really, truly are the campers. They are I've met the most amazing people in Idaho and helpful and kind and loving and people feed me and they bring me things and they leave me their kayaks when they go and they tell me they're going to come back in August. And it's just been like, okay, so my soul really, truly was diminished and went away in that hurricane. I got to tell you, between the hurricane and losing my dad, I, I was so lost and sad and really just wanted to replenish something of my life. And not so much the things, not the things, because tra- tell me t- truthfully, I lost everything, cars and shoes and earrings and just the little things and like my mother's ashes that went floating away. And I really, that's what I wanted. Baby pictures, just uh, and the things that you, uh, I don't you know. You don't know a yes. lot. You, you don't even me. know because you don't know and you don't take anything. I didn't take anything with me. I am not. I wasn't going to pack up my car because it's things. And I'm like, okay, we're coming back. So when you're going through this for three or four months, you just really realize that things that matter. And so my, I always say everything matters and nothing matters because my experience is right now I want to have connection. That's what I really want to have because a hurricane can never take that away from me. A hurricane can never take away my conversations with my campers or my, you know, the things that I've learned from them or this joy and this love that I've found. And so my soul really, truly is being replenished in the Sawtooth Mountain, which I'm grateful for.
1: I looked it up and you are the sticks of Idaho. (laughs) There's a national monument nearby called the Craters of the Moon. It's just as isolated as you can possibly be in Idaho. Yes. So what do you do on this job?
0: So I'm a camp host, and, and get, it's what I did before at the beach, checking people into their campsites, getting them situated, checking them in. Are they okay? I put out a lot of fires. I'm not going to lie. So I'm like a ranger because mm-hmm. I just want to remind everybody who's camping out there, put your fires out. It's like you think you put the fire out, but you didn't really put the fire it's out. It's still so warm, am, isn't it? Yes. It's still warm, and I'm telling you forest agency comes around and they will find people for fires. So I put a lot of fires out. I clean a lot of bathrooms. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. And and then it's really busy right now. It's summer and all these people. I have a little beach area at my campground, though. So people are there from eight o'clock in the morning until and geez, Idaho is like a let's see a 13 or 14 hour day. It doesn't get dark until 10 o'clock. Oh, my. Yeah. So I, it's six o'clock in the morning. There's light and there's light until 10 o'clock. So, hey, that's a really long day. So I do have long days and I'm doing it by myself. Many of the camp hosts are couples, so they share the workload. Me, I do it by myself, but I can handle it because I did this all my whole life. What's the difference from in mountains as opposed or in the woods as opposed to Fort
1: Myers Beach? Which agency do you work for?
0: I work for recreation. Resource Management of America, RM of A. I guess they're a concession for the forest agency. Okay. So
1: you work for the Forest Service.
0: And I love it. It's beautiful. Honestly, I'm a nature girl and I do get to unplug, which is good. I needed to do that as well. And and it's been really just a a real eye-opening experience. There's a lot of opportunities if people want to do this. I wouldn't say no to it. I would say give it a whirl. If, especially if you're an avid camper, which mm-hmm. I was not. I'm more of like a glamper, and I do want miss, to miss a bubble bath once in a while. But if you're an avid avid camper, it's a great gig, honestly.
1: I can imagine. But you said you encountered a bear on the campground. You're the second work camper oh. I've interviewed in a month who's had bears in her campground.
0: Is that right? Yes. Gosh, it's crazy. I Okay, so it wasn't in my campground, but we have, a, we have five campgrounds, right, in Redfish Lake. So... It's at another campground, and I actually got to see pictures of it yesterday, and it was in the actual campsites, like people campsites. It was about two-year-old, two years old, the bear. They're trying to trap it, not to shoot it, but to relocate Mm -hmm. him. And I'm like, what a cute little adorable bear, but of course it's not really a cute little
1: adorable bear. We're in bear country. Have you faced any other challenges on the job?
0: I didn't know a lot of things. I'll be really honest with you. I just, that's me. Okay. I'm going to get it. I'm going to do this. And I got drove it. And here I did driving through from California to Idaho through mountains, 7,000 feet up in the air every minute, white knuckling it saying, What have I done? What have I done? What have you signed up for? What is wrong with you, Trixie? And I just kept going, but I, you know what? I'm rolling on faith. I'll be honest with you. I truly am. Like, I'm just, I'm not really afraid of anything, which is like the weirdest thing. I guess you survive a tragedy and I'm just, everything about my life is people are asking, what are you doing next? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just rolling on faith right now. I'm letting life take me. I don't want to be in control of anything. I'm just like a going with the flow. And so some of the challenges are just realizing how campers live. They're super into it, super into it. They're e- extremely awesome. And I'm learning from them. They they get up, stay up till 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night, making fires and having a blast. And I'm just not used to that kind of life. I never was a camper. It's the weirdest thing, whatever. What,
1: what type of RV did you finally buy?
0: I bought... A, yeah, so that's an interesting thing, too. I thought, oh, I have an SUV and I'll tow. I didn't tow. I bought a motorhome. I bought a 30-foot Majestic from one of those Cruise America places. And and it works. It works. But I'm not sure if I'll keep a motorhome. I think I might do a tow next time. I think I might do a, figure that out.
1: Okay. What do you plan to do after this position ends? I'm assuming it's going to end sometime this fall.
0: Yeah, so this was like I think we signed up. I think, and I'm not sure. I'm gonna find out. I think I signed up until September, October ish. And honestly, I'm gonna get in my motorhome. I'm gonna learn how to tow my vehicle, and I'm gonna drive it as just take my time. I'm gonna stop in a couple places in Idaho that I want to stop. Believe it or not, I want to stop in Preston, Idaho, where Napoleon Dynamite's house is because I'm like a crazy maniac freak for that. I'm going to take pictures. I'm going to maybe try to get some sites along the way, maybe do some stuff in Arizona and then make my way back to Florida, handle some business there. And then after that, I really don't know. I'll probably do work camping again somewhere. Not sure where.
1: Okay. Very good. So do you have any advice for people who are just starting out in the RV lifestyle? If you had to do it over again, is there something you'd do differently?
0: Oh, yeah. There's tons of things I would do t- differently. Yeah. I would. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Maybe not get one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got to tell you, you got to really love the lifestyle. You have to love camping. You have to love. Uh, see, I don't mind driving. I enjoy driving. I think driving's awesome. I drove from Florida to California in my SUV. and I enjoyed every moment of it, but I wasn't towing anything and I wasn't driving a 30 foot rig, either. So I would say, love the light. Try to, if you embrace camping and you embrace travel, I think it's a great, beautiful experience. And if you do have somebody with you, it's even, but it's hard when you're by yourself. You got to learn a lot. I get up every day and it's saying, Oh, why is everything so hard? I say, Why is everything so challenging? So that's where my 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 life is. So learn, make sure you like the lifestyle before you hop into it full speed ahead. Do you
1: have anything still on your bucket list that you'd like to accomplish or places you'd like to visit in your RV?
0: Yeah, oh my gosh, so many. So my, uh, Since I was a little girl, I've always wanted to go to Montana. And so I'm definitely going to go to Montana. That is just, I don't know why I wanted to go to Montana. I think I want to meet a cowboy, but <laughs> maybe that's another story in itself. That's another book. Let me tell you, Greg. So (laughs) I'm so, yes, I want to go to Montana and I want to go to Wyoming. I've always been that that girl living in Florida my whole life. And I always wanted to go to the mountain. I don't know. So I've been a misfit my whole life. So there you go.
1: (laughs) Super. Is there any way that people can connect with you? If they wanted to uh,
0: touch base with you? Yeah. Oh, that would be great. So I am like a super duper, like I'm always on Facebook doing little videos, giving people an update on when I have Wi-Fi, which I don't hardly ever. And I do these quick little, here's what's going on in the Solitude Mountain. So I'm on Facebook as Trixie Ann. and I also have Instagram, IG, Adventure Warrior Woman on IG and I'm always on social media and I would love for people to connect. I ask people to send me little cards and when you're living in the woods, you do need to stay connected. And geez, I really wish I knew what was going on 90 day fiance, but I don't yet.
1: Thank you very much, Trixie. I really appreciated this. And you got off to an unusual start into the lifestyle, forced into it. But you've made the best of it and you're having a good time. So I like to hear that. Thank you very much for sharing your story.
0: Oh, thank you so much for letting me share it. I appreciate it so much.
1: I found Trixie Parks' story to be tragic after learning about everything she lost during a situation that was beyond her control. But I also found Trixie's story to be inspirational as well because she would not give up. She knew nothing about RVs or how they worked, but forged ahead in creating a new life focused on travel, as well as meeting and serving people. Her first work camping job took Trixie deep into the Idaho wilderness of the Sawtooth Mountains. She learned about boondocking the hard way and that she only has access to a little solar power every day, but nothing else. Trixie had to figure things out as situations came up. But she says she's stronger for that experience. Redfish Lake is rather isolated from life, which forced her to unplug from technology but her experience among the natural beauty of the U.S. Forest Service property has been emotionally healing for Trixie. The people she's met at the campground provided the connections she desperately needed to get her through a very trying experience. The job requires her to check people into their campsites, clean restrooms, and make sure the area remains tidy. Trixie said she puts out a lot of fires, literally. Many campers think they've doused campfires before leaving their campsites, But Trixie finds unattended fires or smoldering embers all the time that could be disastrous for the wooded area if it rekindled into larger flames. Living that far north was quite a change from living in Florida. It doesn't get dark until almost 10pm and people were active again at first light when it arrived at 6am. She also has to be mindful of bears who come snooping for food left out by careless campers. Trixie will be in Idaho until mid-October, then mosey her way back to Florida for a while before looking for another work camping job. People can connect with Trixie Ann on Facebook, or look for Adventure Warrior Woman on Instagram. I'm grateful for her story, and wish Trixie the very best of luck as she rebuilds her life. Today's episode is sponsored by Work Camper News. If you have more questions and answers when it comes to work camping and the RVing lifestyle, then don't worry, Work Camper News has your back. Attend a free monthly work camping a webinar to get your questions answered. Each month, the knowledgeable team behind WorkCamper.com hosts a free live webinar and they answer questions submitted by folks just like you who are learning about the lifestyle, just getting started, or who've been work camping for a while. They cover topics like what kind of work camping jobs are available, what do those jobs pay, tips for writing a work camper resume, questions to ask an employer, what type of RV is best how to get your email as an RVer, and much, much more. In the description of each video, you will find a list of questions that were answered so you can quickly jump to the sections you want to hear. Register for the next live webinar at workcamper.com forward slash answers. Or listen to detailed answers now by watching the recordings of past Q&A webinars on the Work Camper News YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash and click on the Q&A on Work Camping playlist. That's all I have for this week's show. Next week, I'll be speaking with an accountant about taxes and how they impact work campers. I'll have that interview on the next episode of The Work Camper Show. Thanks for listening.